0: And thank you for joining this week's podcast with the Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams. In this timely message, the Archbishop shares the importance of understanding prophecies and the way believers can align themselves to biblical truths and avoid the spirit of deception. Learn how to use the Word of God effectively in your prayers by purchasing the Archbishop's book, Praying Through the Promises of God. Secure your copy today at ndwministries.org. Know today that this is God's word of enlightenment for you. Be strengthened as you listen.
1: Today you want to deal with one of the signs of the end time, known as deception, tell somebody Deception. But before we come there, we've seen 60 biblical prophecies fulfilled about Jesus Christ. And these were things that was prophesied long before his birth, his ministry, his walk on earth, his crucifixion, his death, burial, resurrection, and ascension. 60 prophecies, biblical 60 prophecies fulfilled. Number one, 10 prophecies about the birth. Of Jesus Christ, you can write down fulfilled. Ten prophecies about his birth. Prophesied long before he was born has been fulfilled. Nine prophecies, biblical prophecies fulfilled about his nature. His nature fulfilled. Six prophecies prophesied long before he was born concerning his ministry fulfilled. Twenty-nine prophecies prophesied concerning his crucifixion fulfilled. Four prophecies prophesied long before his birth fulfilled concerning resurrection and ascension. Sixty prophecies fulfilled. Fourteen prophecies yet to be fulfilled. The next thing is the rebuilding of the temple. Please come with me to Matthew the 24th chapter. Let's
2: begin from verse 1. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple. And his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down.
1: This is talking about the temple of Solomon that was built with such splendor, with the cedar of Lebanon, marbles, granites, things of gold and of silver, to the extent that on the day that it was dedicated, after the prayers of Solomon, the glory of God so filled the temple that nobody could stand on their feet and all the priests and the Levi were on their faces. And Jesus said, As beautiful as this temple you see is, a day shall come, and it was another prophecy that was fulfilled, that there shall not a stone be left that this temple you see will be brought down. And 17 AD, General Titus, Under the command of the Emperor of Rome, marched into Jerusalem and brought down the temple and fulfilled that prophecy.
2: Go ahead. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, where shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the the end of the world? The signs of thy
1: coming and of of the end. The signs of thy coming. And the end of the world. The
2: end of the world. And that is a heavy one. Go ahead. And Jesus answered and said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you.
1: His response, he didn't answer the question. The first thing he said is, before I tell you things to come and the signs you are asking for, first thing you have to be careful of is deception. Tell somebody deception. He said, take heed. He didn't say that no spirit or angel deceive you, but what? No man deceive you. So men will be used as vehicles to deceive men. Flesh for flesh, soul for soul, spirit for spirit. Amen? Go ahead. For many shall come in my name, saying. underline the word many, many. Many shall come. Go ahead in my name saying, saying I, am, I am Christ. I am and Christ. shall deceive many. And he said many shall come in my name and say they are Christ and shall deceive many. Underline the word many yes. shall come, shall deceive many. Say I will not be among the many that shall be deceived. But, but Jesus is speaking. And he said many shall come and many shall be deceived. So you can be deceived. Don't be fooled. Uh, When you study history, the, the reason why history repeats itself is because people are not students of history. But you can be deceived. If you study the God generals and you look at different men and women of God that were used of God so powerfully, so mightily, and how they were deceived by the enemy, you know, it just shows that you are no match to the enemy. Don't be too confident. And The devil is not the respecter of any person. See,
2: I hear you. Matthew 24 and the 11 verse. The 11 verse. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. Again, many.
1: How many false prophets? One, two, three, four, five. But what? Many false prophets shall arise. Many false prophets shall arise. Many, they are coming. They are coming. They will tell you truth. They will tell you things that are truth. And then they will give you some That is not biblical. But first of all, they get your attention by setting you up. It's a bait. And the fact that what they are telling you is truth or is fact. You see, there is a difference between facts and truth. Joseph was caught accused for attempting to rape Potiphar's wife. It was a fact, because she had his garment, but it wasn't the truth. Did you hear what I said? So you have to be very careful when people say, well, I have the fact, I have evidence, I have proof. can have facts and evidence and yet not truth. Tell somebody careful. So he said, many, many false prophets will rise and will do what deceive many so underline the word many 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 shall be deceived many false prophets many okay uh matthew 24 24 for there shall arise false christ you and see false prophets now he's talking about false he talks about false christ false prophets false christ again there are people who dare to call themselves jesus Jesus, they call themselves Jesus, son of God. It's very scary, though, know, that a human being should have the audacity to call himself Jesus. Hey! I'm not talking about just using the name of Christo, but saying that they are Jesus, the son of God. And they back it by performing lying
2: wonders and miracles. Go ahead, read on, see something. For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets. Uh-huh. And shall show great signs and wonders and so might that if it were possible they shall deceive the very elect that's why I'm talking to you that if it was possible they would deceive the very
1: elect so there is a possibility that the very elect can be deceived I know a lot I see a lot but I tell you why I don't criticize some of these things I'm just teaching I'm talking about what the Bible says I'm not criticizing people and I tell you my reason I am a gameleon I'm a gamelian. And a gamelian is one that believes that if it is of God, it will stand the test of time. And if it is not of God, it's a matter of time, it will wither and disappear. And I've seen a lot of Jesuses. I've seen a lot of Jesuses, a lot of false prophets, a lot of false teachers, a lot of false apostles who appeared on the scene and they disappeared.
2: First John chapter
1: 4 and verse 1.
2: Beloved, believe not every spirit. Believe not every word.
1: Spirit. There are many spirits out there. Don't be fooled. Now, now there are certain people, you know. I, I, I know people who are gifted, but they don't understand sound doctrine. They don't understand scripture. So they are misled. And if, we, if they are not guided with knowledge, even though they have a strong gift, they can go into error. That is different from what I'm saying. This is different from people who are using some familiar spirits and are diviners. Like the wise men who saw the star of Jesus and they came. They were in believers. They were diviners. Wise men. Astrologers. Mm -hmm. So you have to understand these things. And the realm of the spirit, uh, the thing that works in the realm of the spirit is like uh, Keys. You can take my car key and go to the park, the car park right now, and use my key on my car, and my car will not say "T, tip,,,. The car will respond to the key. And you can move my car anywhere you want to, but you'll be arrested eventually, because it is not yours. I'll report you, and we'll find you. So in the realm of the spirit, you can use the name of Jesus. And things will happen because, at the name of Jesus, every knee of things in heaven and on earth and under the earth shall bow, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So, you can use the name of the Lord to get results. But the bottom line is that some of you, even, and there are people who use the name of Jesus eh, and spiritual gifts to sabotage the work of God. I'm telling you, I have been fought by false prophets, I've been fought by false teachers, false apostles. Instead of them to go and win souls and the unsaved they are reaching out to the saved, and their churches are growing but their churches are not growing because they are winning souls their churches are growing by mischiefs by covetousness by manipulation by exploitation and it's a matter of time hey it will not stand it's just a matter of time it will scatter you can't scatter mine and gather yours and say you are working for the Lord. You are an enemy. You are, any, you are an enemy of the kingdom for it is written. He said, and on that day, many shall come and will say, Lord, Lord, we cast out devils in your name. We heal the sick in your name. We raise the dead in your name. Wonders and mighty works. Raise the dead in your name. And Jesus said, and I will say unto you, you used the key to spark my car. You were a thief, workers of iniquity. You worked against me. You used my name to fight my work. You used my name to destroy what I was building through others. You were building a church. Not because I called you to win souls, you were doing it as an industry to make money, to exploit people, to have a name, to become relevant. But not because I called you, I chose you, I anointed you, you workers of iniquity, and I'll say to you, get thee hands from me. I know you not. That day is coming, and I'm patient, and I'm waiting for that day. For it is written, let no man judge. Let no man judge anyone until that day. For when the Lord shall come, then shall the work of every man be revealed. And then shall every man receive praises of the Lord. So I'm waiting, because every man's work shall be tested by fire. And we will know, like Jacob was competing with Ora Robert's tent, that he built a tent bigger than Ora Robert's tent. What are you trying to prove? There are people who want to build the biggest auditorium in town, not because God called them to do it, but they want to prove a point. They are competing with others, so they want to build a tent next door to your church to prove a point that they are bigger than you, they are gifted than you, they are anointed than you. And your people come to their church. They know more than you. And the sad thing is you are people who have stayed in church. They've been brought up. They've been raised in a church. We pastored you. Brought you up in the things of God. Fasted and prayed for you. Guided you and loved you. Grounded you in the things of God. Today you become somebody. You are blessed. And you turn your back on us. Because you've seen some new move of God. That we have never seen before. And you don't just go alone you carry other people with you to bankrupt the very house that brought you up and to destroy the very hands that fed you and you think it will be well with you and your children and your house
2: but try the spirits whether but they what? Are, try the spirits but what try the spirits whether uh-huh. they are of god because many false prophets are gone out into the world. How many? How many? And he said, do what? Try the
1: spirits. The Bible says, when one, let one prophesy and let the other's what? Judge. So you have right to judge prophecy. Just because somebody is accurate and they say it and it happens, does not mean that you can't judge prophecy. You can judge prophecy. I'm telling you. We have the right to judge prophecy. And the spirit of the prophets are subject to the prophets. So prophets are not alpha and omega. And prophets can also miss it. Samuel missed it. Elijah said, the Lord hid it from me. So prophets are not always accurate. And we have to also know the difference between a prophet and one that has a gift of prophecy and one that dreams and one that operates in the word of knowledge or in the word of wisdom and one that stands in the office of a prophet. Now, this is it. If one prophesies, every one of us here can prophesy. Turn to somebody and say, do you know you can prophesy? Yeah, you can prophesy and yet not be a prophet or a prophetess. See, I hear you. Shake somebody and say, come alive. In Jesus' name. Yeah. You can prophesy and yet not be a prophet. You can possess the gift of prophecy. And what is the purpose of the gift of prophecy? Three things. Three things. Write it. Number one, for edification. Edification. Number two, exaltation. Exaltation. Number three, comfort. That is it. Anybody who prophesies by the gift of prophecy and goes beyond exaltation, edification, and comfort, you are crossing a line. Remember Philip, the evangelist? He had four daughters, and they prophesied, all of them, with Paul, they prophesied. But none of them could reveal what was before Paul. But Agabus who stood in the office of a prophet came and revealed what would befall Paul by taking his girdle and prophesying that the one who owns this girdle these are the things that says the Lord will befall him when he goes to Jerusalem. That was a prophet. Now If Agabus hadn't come, and the things that was prophesied by Agabus happened, the church would have said, ah, but Paul was with us. Even Philip's daughters prophesied. And how come they couldn't see or reveal what was to come? They prophesied by the gift of prophecy, but they were not prophets. So they didn't have the right to reveal. Now, to qualify as a prophet, you must have number one, the gift of prophecy, which does not foretell or reveal events to come or events of the past or events of the now. Comfort, exaltation, edification. Have you not heard? Have you not been told that I am the Lord and that I will do what I said I will do and that I am committed to bring to pass everything I've said about you. Fear not, fear not. Yea, fear them not. For I will perform my good pleasure I will execute all that I have said of you. That says the Lord, be comforted, be strong. Those are gifts of prophecy. Now, to be able to stand in the office of a prophet, you must have two of the revelational gifts to be prominent in your ministry, including the gift of prophecy. What are the revelational gifts? The gifts that reveal something, three of them. The word of knowledge that goes to the past and reveal events and matters of your past and of the now. It can tell you what happened in the past, even to the point where you were in your mother's womb and what surrounded your birth, circumstances under which you were born and what's going on in your life right now. That is the word of knowledge. So you can prophesy with the gift of prophecy and have the word of knowledge prominent in your ministry and you are still not a prophet. So we have to be careful thing of calling everybody prophet, 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 prophet. We have to be careful. Because we are devaluing the office. We are devaluing the office. And because a lot of people know that it's easy, you know, when you can just fast and pray and prophesy, and you don't have to teach, you don't have to do a lot of things like we do. So everybody is a prophet. To qualify as a prophet, you must possess two of the revelational gifts. The gift of prophecy, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, or descending of spirit. Let me explain. Word of wisdom gives you the ability to see into the future and to know the outcomes of events of the future. That is word of wisdom. Descending of spirit, which I hear a lot of Christians say, Well, I descend. Me, I have descending of spirit. I can descend. You are lying. Descending of spirit is not when you feel something. Descending of spirit is not when you see this person he has a bad spirit. I can tell you, he has a bad spirit. That is not descending of spirit. You need the gift of the descending of spirit to see Jesus. If you've seen Jesus, that is descending of spirit in operation. Then to see an angel, you need descending of spirit. To see demons, you need descending of spirit. The reason why witches can fool prophets some prophets is this. Because I have sons who are prophets, through prophets. Some have gift of prophecy, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, don't have descending of spirit, so which is fool them. And I have sons who are prayed by word of wisdom, descending of spirit, gift of prophecy. I know them all. Are you hearing me? That's what I do. I'm a coach. Now, watch this. Watch this. For you to see an angel or to see a demon, you need a gift of discerning of spirit. Like I'm watching the choir right now, I'm sitting here. I'm seeing some things. I haven't said anything. I said I'm seeing some things. Turn to somebody and say, what are you seeing? What are you seeing? You see? Now, this is what the problem is. So you can be a prophet having the two revelational gifts prominent in your ministry with the gift of prophecy. And if you don't have discerning of spirit, witches can fool you. Prophet. Married. One month after the wedding, the wife said unto him, I'm going to the witchcraft world. And he said, you are going where? He said, to the witchcraft where? He said, what do you mean? He said, you say you're a prophet? He said, yes, I'm a prophet. He said, the day you came to my house and you ate the palm note soup was the day I bewitched you and got you to marry me. I have finished my assignment. I'm gone. One month after his wedding, finished the guy. Somebody will say, Papa, what happened? Was he a true prophet? Yes, he was a true prophet. How come he couldn't see? He was operating with the gift of prophecy, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom. He didn't have the discerning of spirits, so he couldn't see the spirit working behind the woman. So there are levels in the prophetic.
2: And not everybody is a prophet, so be very careful. Second Peter chapter 2, 1 to 3. But there were also false prophets among the people, mm-hmm. even as there will be false teachers among you. see, you.
1: All the time we think it's only false prophets. There are also false teachers. And the Bible says the judgment of the false teachers eh, will be greater than the false prophets. Because these false teachers, they are smooth like butter. Smooth like butter. Using the cunning craftiness of man, have all this intellectual capability, logic, philosophers, enticing words of man's wisdom, powers of persuasions. Have a way to appeal to your psychics, appeal to your senses, get you excited, preaching motivational messages, teaching you principles and not the power of God. And having the form of godliness, and denying the power thereof, condemning the power of God, grieving the Holy Ghost, and turn the church into lecture rooms, and have become lecturers.
2: Even as there will be false prof- false teachers among you, who will false secretly- teachers. The teachers are very very good. Very good.
1: These teachers, they are very good. Doctrines of demons. They are masterfully. And they present the word masterfully
2: and skillfully. Even as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies? Destructive heresies. Among you. They are among us. Even denying the Lord who bought them and bring on themselves swift destruction. and many will follow their destructive ways you see people should be very careful you think are getting away
1: with things it's a matter of time there's a saying that every day for Tifman, one day for God uh, one of these days your cup will be full you know there are people eh their church can see just 5,000 and they claim that their church can see 10,000 why? Tell to someone and say why? why. Come on, talk to me. Tell to someone and say why are you doing that? You, why are you doing that? Why? And the Bible says liars will not enter heaven, and you are lying. You can be left behind. Why are you saying your church can take ten thousand when it takes five thousand? All this crowd, crowd, crowd mentality. Are we are we doing it because we love people? And we want to save souls and we care about the perishing? Or is it because we want to prove that we are very successful? What is the motive? What is driving us? What are you trying to prove?
2: And many will follow their destructive ways. Because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed. Mm -hmm. By covetousness, they will exploit you By with By covetousness, deceptive they
1: will exploit
2: people. Exploitation. Using lies,
1: schemings, all kinds of actions to exploit people. Exploitation. It's all about business. The motive and what drives me is not making money. There are other ways to make money. You don't make money on the flock. You see me in high places, in Ghana and outside of Ghana. It's not, this year is 41 years. Eh? You see me and, and you think that Charlie, the, the guy is powerful. You want to dress like me. You want to talk like me. You want to preach like me. Can you pay the price? Can you pay the price? Can you handle the misrepresentations? Can you handle the scandals, the stigmas? Hey! Can you handle the shame, the reproaches, the persecutions, the trials, the temptations? That goes with it. You don't know what goes with walking in this realm. You have to always check yourself. Because you can sleep so easily. So easily. The higher you go, the very dangerous and lonely and narrow the path becomes. Turn to someone and say, Take it easy. You too, your time will come. You too, your time will come. So take it easy. But you see, royalty is restricted. But freedom is given to the masses. And that's why royalty governs the masses. So we are not restricting you because there's anything wrong with you. It's because you are royalty and you are a Nazarite. So you can't make certain mistakes. The masses can make mistakes go to prison, but you you are royalty, you can't make mistakes, you can't break the rules, you can't go to prison. So that's why we have to check you. All right, okay.
2: Acts 20, 29 and 30. For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, Mm -hmm. not sparing the flock. Also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things. To draw away disciples after them. second Corinthians 11 13 and 14. For such are false apostles.
1: False apostles. You think they're only false prophet It's not only false, they are false prophets, false Christ, false teachers, false apostles.
2: Go ahead. Deceitful workers. Deceitful workers in the church. Transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. Uh-huh. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Even Satan comes in the form of an angel
1: of light. So don't be fooled. Just because you see an angel of light. There is light, false light. What kind of a light is it? I see light, but it's not every light that is the true light. There are all kinds of light. There is fire, but there is false fire, strange fire, evil flames, and pure fire. So what kind of light are you dealing with and working with? Yeah. You see? She reads with this lens, eh? She can read through because there is a particular power in the lens that is designed for her eyes, and mine is different. So what lens are you seeing through? Turn to someone and say, What is in your eyes? Finish, finish, finish.
2: Is there right. a no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light?
1: Uh-huh. Into an angel of light. You see, some of you, you know what your problem is with the church? You think that the church is full of angels. There are no angels here. All. We are all sinners. You know something? We are all sick people, including me. We've all come to Dr. Jesus International First Class Hospital. <laughs> eh? The church, eh? the church. It's a five star medical center yes, that's right. Maybe seven star medical And we all come to Dr. Jesus to be cured So if you come here And you think people here are angels You are joking That's why when people mishandle you at the car park, Or an usher gives you a hard time Or somebody mishandles you Or despises you Or don't greet you, don't talk You get offended Why do you get offended? get offended because you are shocked you don't believe that christian do that hey even in the church they are following me out there i come to church too they are there why me i don't come to church if that, i not give your church to you you are joking the devil the best place for the devil to attack you is in the church because this is supposed to be a refuge so if he can attack you here he can get you out there and out there he can finish you so don't be shocked When people mishandle you in the church, don't be afraid, don't be hurt. Understand that that is what it is. What has become of us? We have fallen in the flesh. We began in the spirit, but we are ending in the flesh. Now it is a competition. It's who is bigger. Who has the biggest crowd. You know, I was talking to somebody, he told me that they publish the richest preachers in a particular country. And a guy, a preacher was so angry that his name was not among the richest preachers in that country. And I said, hey, that his name is not among the richest preachers in town. Why? This is not about riches. It's about souls. It's about the kingdom. And you know something? I don't believe in all that thing. The 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 seven greatest man in town. The second greatest. Who determines all that? Who? Those are things you can buy with money. But to get God's award and God's favor, please. Okay, okay first Timothy 4. One and two, quickly, let's just... Now the Spirit through.
2: speaketh expressly that in a latter time some shall depart from the faith. People will depart from the faith of Jesus Christ and through transmeditation, all kinds of
1: meditations. You know, there are things that appeal to us today. And people talks about all kinds of false religions. They appear to be very... They say, oh, these people, he, he, he looks very peaceful, very, very calm, gentle... So peaceful, actually, so why are you so peaceful and you are always happy? And he said I meditate.
2: <laughs> why some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirit, seducing spirit, and this spirit will seduce you, bewitch you, and doctrines of devils,
1: doctrines of devils. We'll come to that another day. The doctrines of devils
2: speaking lies in hypocrisy, uh-huh. having their conscience seared with hot iron. Second John 1, 7. For many deceivers are entered into the world. Many what? Deceivers. He didn't say false prophets, teachers,
1: apostles, or Christ. He said what?
2: Deceivers.
1: How many? many? What? Deceivers. So you would think that it's a pastor that may deceive you, a prophet, a teacher, an apostle, a bishop, or an archbishop that will deceive you, but sometimes it can be your husband. It can be your wife. It can be a father it can be as i can, can be satan is not the respecter of anybody he can use just anybody many
2: deceivers have gone into the world and their job is to deceive people go ahead who confess not that jesus christ is come in the flesh uh-huh. this is a deceiver and an antichrist ephesians 5 and 6. Ephesians five and six. Let please. no man deceive you with vain words. Let no man deceive you with vain words. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. The wrath of
1: God is come upon people because they are deceived and walking in disobedience and believe that they are walking in the truth. They've been fool and deceived, and the judgment of God and the anger of God is come upon them. Amen.
2: Second Thessalonians two three. Let no man deceive you by any means.
1: Again, again, deceive, deceive, deception, deception, deception. Man, 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 man. Not spirit, not angels. Men will deceive men. Go
2: ahead. Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come except the falling away first. And that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition.
1: This is after the rapture and after the second coming. Let's look at 1 John 3, 7.
2: Little children... Let no man deceive you. Again, let no man, let no man, let no man, let no man. These are warnings. Go ahead. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even Uh as he is righteous. All right, let's go to Jeremiah 29 and 8. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, Uh the God of Israel. Let not your prophets and your diviners that be in the midst of you deceive you. Uh Neither hearken to your dreams which you cause to be dreamed. There are prophets and diviners among us. They are among us.
1: Your dreams are determined by their prophecies and by their revelations. The things they prophesy, you take it into your dream and you dream after the manner of their prophecies and their divinations.
2: Let's move on quickly. Second Timothy 3 and 13. But evil men and seducers will shall wax worse and worse, Deceiving and being deceived. Deceiving and deceiving and being
1: deceived.
2: Amen. Colossians 2, 8. Beware, lest any man spoil you through Beware philosophy. Beware, lest angels. No. Lest spirits. Mm-hmm. By what? Man. Mm-hmm. Let any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. philosophy, philosophy. Philosophy. Philosophy.
1: I'm not a philosopher. I'm not a lecturer. I'm a
2: preacher. This is not a lecture room. Go ahead. After the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and after not the after traditions Christ. of
1: men, all these philosophies of men and doctrines of devils and the traditions of men you go going to the cemetery to do what the person is dead absent in the flesh present with the lord or in hell the spirit is gone nothing you do goes on record in eternity or in time when the day you bury them that is it what are you doing at the cemetery going to put flowers on what on a rotten body a dry bones what are you doing at the cemetery and then after you go there, you start having nightmares and strange dreams. They say, hey! All these traditions of men, what is wrong with you? Why don't you just be a child of God? They are dead. You bury them. You've honored them. That's it. Stop going to the cemeteries. What are you doing there? Then you go walking and looking at people's graves. Then the devil say, okay, you are the next one. (laughs) Then once you are walking there, he say, so what will be be written on your tomb? What are you doing at the cemetery? Why? People are dead for years. Gone. Then you go to the cemetery, to their graves. You've made the word of God of none effect through the traditions of men. And some of you come to church, you sit and you take communion, you pray, and you bind loose. You override over 10, backfire, do all those things. Then you go there to the cemetery carrying flowers. You go and put the flowers there, do a sign of the cross. And then you are talking to the dead. That is necromacy. And praying for the dead. It's too late. And say, Mother, forgive me. She can't hear you.
0: We know you are blessed by that word of God and look forward to you joining the messages of the Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams again. For more information on our events, books, and messages, please visit NDW Ministries Online at www.ndwministries.org or call our offices. On plus 1-877-361-5111. Once again, thank you for joining the Archbishop today. And may you continue to experience the life-transforming power of God's blessings.